So this morning we're going to begin a brand new series we're calling Decompress. Maybe you just felt a little bit of relief just whenever I said that word, decompress. You know, we're, um, the series is about, about how to reduce the pressures and the stresses of life. You have any of that in your life? Have any pressure? How many of you lying to me right now? Our theme verse is in Matthew eleven twenty eight, which says, Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Father, I pray that you would just bless me as I uh, teach your word. I pray your teaching, preaching, anointing be upon me. God, I pray that you would bless and anoint this time, that God, you would just steal, Lord, uh, Lord, steal and cause the atmosphere to be able to be conducive to people receiving the Word of God today. I pray that you bind up every spirit of distraction and any, any, any demonic force that would try to rob somebody from the Word of God today. And I thank you, Lord, that God, you're causing your Word, Lord, to have an effect on our lives that will transform us today. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I think you would agree with me that we're living in a day and an age where people are just becoming plagued with stress. We are a stressed out society. Wouldn't you say that? I mean, not you, but everybody else in this world, right? And, you know, I think our society has really become overwhelmed, burdened down, overloaded with, with problems and stresses and you know, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's weighing down. In fact, a recent study said that 49% of the people surveyed had a major stressful event just in this past year. I'm not talking about like, you know, something didn't go right today. I'm talking about a major stressful event. And then 83% say they, they have, uh, they feel burdened down and stressed out on their jobs. And then, you know, on top of that, 69% say that the stress and the burden and the weight of life is actually increasing day by day or week by week. It's just getting worse and worse. And so I believe we're living in a weighed down society. We're living in a stressed out wearisome society because of everything going on. There's financial pressure, there's relational pressure, there's uh, emotional pressure, there's uh, family pressure. I mean, there is physical pressure. There's all kinds of things pressing in on us everywhere we go. Isn't that true, gang? And so, you know, if it's like we're living with this huge millstone or this huge albatross on our back. And we're walking around and without realizing we're carrying this thing everywhere we go. And by the way, it's affecting everything and everywhere we go. And it kind of looks like this. We got a little short video to kind of capture what I'm trying to talk about this morning. Check this out. How many of you can relate to that? You know, sometimes we have no idea that we're carrying this thing around and it's knocking the papers of our secretary off her desk. And it's busting our family right in the face without us realizing it. And we're checking our pulse because our stress level is through the roof. 
And you know, our quality of life is incredibly compromised by the overwhelming burdens and stresses of life. That's why we need to talk about decompress. In Job chapter 6, in the, in the message, which is a paraphrase of the Bible, it says this, if my misery could be weighed, if you could pile the whole bitter load on the scales, it would be heavier than all the sand of the sea. It is any wonder that I'm screaming like a caged cat. I love that expression. I feel like screaming like a caged cat. Have you ever caged a cat before? Don't try it. It's not good, right? But you know, I, you know, you hear like recently, you know, one of the ex football players, uh, you know, was, was, uh, killed in, in, in New Orleans. And you know, there's all this road rage going on. And I believe that, you know, all this, you know, we're living in a society that we're at the brink of just screaming like a cat because we're overloaded. How many of you feel right now like you could scream like a cat? Don't, don't raise your hand, but, but you know, wouldn't you agree that the negative effects of living under pressure are really far reaching? I mean, it goes so deep. You know, listen to these stats. 41% of adults who are married saying they lost their patience either with their spouse or their children due to stress this past month. 52% of those aged 18 to 33 say that stress is keeping them up at night. That's just indications of where we are. You know, they did, the Mayo Clinic did a, 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 an extensive survey to find out what stress and pressure is doing to people. And they figured out that most physical problems are caused by stress, like headaches, muscle tension and pain, fatigue, even the change in sex drive, as well as most digestive problems are linked to too much stress, too much pressure, and being overweight and burdened down. They also just figured out that it has an effect on our emotional life. And it's the reason why most people are dealing with anxiety, restlessness, lack of motivation, irritability, anger, sadness, depression, discouragement, and it could go on. And they found out that behavior patterns are affected by, by being overwhelmed with stress and burdens in life. In fact, they say that overeating, Angry outbursts, drug or alcohol abuse, tobacco use, as well as social withdrawal are the effects many times of just being under too much stress. The National Institute of Mental Health did a study about the effects that stress and that burdens has on, on people's life. And they say that, you know what, heart disease is affected. Most people that deal with heart disease, many times it's a result of stress, high blood pressure, diabetes, depression, anxiety disorders, and many other degenerative diseases, they say is a direct result of living under too much pressure, too much stress, and being burdened down. So as you can see, we can enjoy a healthy life as long as we're under this kind of weight. We have to learn how to decompress if we're going to have a healthy life. Wouldn't you agree that's true? And so listen, you know, I think that, um, you know, when it comes to the stress we're living in, many times we, we don't know that it's there. I mean, we have a sense, but, but it just kind of presses in on us. And before we know it, we start to see signs of it. 
Uh, this past weekend, my dad's been having some health problems, and he was in the hospital, and they, um, he's had some plaque in his, in his legs, and they put some stents in, but a piece of plaque broke off and went to his big toe and cut off the blood supply, and they had to amputate it. And so then an infection set in, so they're putting him in these hyperbaric chambers to force 100% oxygen into that wound so it can heal up better. And so I was there, and I was, I was going with him to the treatment. And uh, after they got him set up, I was talking to the guy that was tending to him. And uh, this guy told me that I was just finding out his story. And, and he used to be in the oil field. He was a diver. And then he went back to school, got a, you know, got, went into a medical field. And so that's where he is. I said, man, that's interesting. And I told him about this series. I said, you know, we're about to do a series on decompress. And, and one of the pastors mentioned that, you know, decompress reminds them of the diver. You know, whenever they go diving, they have to come up and they have to be decompressed. Are y'all familiar with that? And I said, why don't you tell me a little bit about that, how that works? And he said, basically, it's this. Whenever a diver goes down deep into the water, pre- he's pressurized. And whenever you, your body comes under that amount of pressure, it, it releases nitrogen in your bloodstream. Now, nitrogen is not your friend. Too much of it can kill you. But when you're under pressure, nitrogen builds in your bloodstream. And so when they come up out of the water, they have to put them in this decompression chamber so that the nitrogen is changed back into oxygen or otherwise the nitrogen will kill you. So basically, pressure kills people. And we need to learn how to decompress. If not, it'll kill us. Are y'all with me out there? And I think it's true of us in life. We're living under pressure. And if we don't recognize it and we don't decompress, it's going to have negative effects in our body. In fact, the burdens of life not only robs you of tomorrow's health, it also empties you of today's strength. Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, Come to me, all of you who are tired and heavy and, and have heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Come to me, all you who are tired from heavy loads, and I will give you rest. You know, one of the things I've learned is that continually carrying heavy loads will wear you out. Have y'all noticed that? In fact, you know, it's amazing how the Lord allows you to experience something. So whenever you get up to preach, you're not, you, you know, what's a little bit about loads. Y'all, y'all, from, y'all know what I'm talking about? You ever preached a message to somebody at work and the Lord said, oh, yeah, let's see if you can live that message yourself. But while I was at the hospital this weekend, something happened that uh, my dad was going to treatment. And so I asked, um, I asked the, the folks tending to him, I said, listen, it's going to be two hours. Can I bring, can I go and can I bring something? And he said, yeah. So I grabbed my bag and it had my, my, my laptop, my iPad, some books, some material. And I thought I'd just work on my sermon. And so I go with my dad to the, to the, um, to the hyperbaric place where they're going to treat him. And I'm just carrying my bag. No big deal. And so they get him set up, takes about 30, 40 minutes. And then I get a text from Tanya. And she said her dad had fallen the day before and fell on his, on his, his fist. And they found out he had some broken ribs. So my dad was on one, one end of the hospital. My father-in-law was on the other end in the emergency room. So I said, well, I'm going to go over there and check on him, pray for him, and, and just see how things are going. So I grab my bag and I take over, take off to the other side of the hospital. 
And so I, I spent some time with him, prayed with him, found out what was going on and, and decided to leave. I walk out of the doors of the, the ER and there's a lady sitting in the, in the chairs in the ER and I could tell she's, she's going through an amazing amount of pain. You could see it in her face and her mom's praying for her. So I said, ma'am, can I pray with y'all? I can see you're, you're under a lot of pain. And so I found out, uh, she's related to somebody in church here. So grab my bag took some time, and I prayed with her. And so, okay, good. So I'm headed back to my dad. Rob sends me a text and saying that Lynn Pelleran, Alan Hasling's mom, is getting ready to have surgery. She's on the fourth floor. So I said, well, I got some time. I'm going to go up to the fourth floor and pray for her. Get in the elevator, go to the fourth floor, walk in, greet everybody, say, can I pray for you? And I got my bag. And so I prayed with her, and I left headed back towards my dad. As I got close to where my dad was, this bag started getting heavier and heavier. And I'm getting lower and lower to the ground. And I'm starting to breathe heavier. I'm climbing these stairs and I decided I'm not going to carry this bag everywhere. I'm going to go back to the room and drop it off because it's wearing me out. You know what I found out? When you carry a lot of heavy weight, It'll wear you out. When you carry a letter, a lot of weight, it'll tire you out. You, you'll lose your energy for a living. And there's a good chance that there's some of you that are in this room today that are tired. You're worn out. You're weary. And the reason is because you're carrying some. L- listen, I wasn't planning on carrying my briefcase everywhere I went that morning. Life just happens. And you see, we don't plan on on experiencing all these problems in life. Life just happens. Are y'all with me out there? It just happens, man. Before you know it, you got bags all over the place. Amen? Some of you today, you know, I, I was carrying a bag. But how many of you know this bag wasn't the only thing I was carrying? Friday morning. And there's some of you in here, you're not just carrying one bag. You know, you probably got a few bags going on. You got some bags. And some of them are, you know, maybe financial, maybe relational. And you you got bags and they're hanging all over you. And you're trying to live life and they're getting in your way. And they're obstructing your view. And they're messing you up. And you say, why is life so difficult? Well, it might be because you're carrying too many bags. Come on, are y'all with me out there? Does this kind of help you get a visual of what we're talking about here today? And so we got to learn how to decompress because if you carry bags all your life, it's going to be tough. And some of you are tired today because you're overloaded and you're burdened down. And so you can't live a strong and vibrant life until you learn to lighten the load. And here's the good news is that you can lighten your load. You see, I didn't, I didn't have to carry that bag everywhere. And whenever I realized how it was tiring me out, I wanted to do something about that bag. And see, sometimes we wait too late to deal with the heavy loads and the burdens in our life. We wait until it's It's had too much of an effect on our lives. But wouldn't it be better if we just dealt with it before we have high blood pressure? 
Come on, are y'all hearing me out there? Come on, wouldn't it be good if we could just kind of offload some of those bags? We have to figure out a way to get out from the burdens and the stresses of life. And that's what this series is going to be about, about about learning how to decompress, learning how to reduce the pressures and stresses and burdens of life. So how do you lighten the load? What do you do about it? When you wake up one day and you got this heaviness all over you. Well, I think Jesus gives us the clue in Matthew chapter 11, in verse 28, when he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, he said a lot right there. But listen, in this passage, I believe that Jesus gives us three secrets to lightening our load, to handling the burdens and the weights of life. And the first one is this. The first secret Jesus gives us, I believe he's saying, turn to Jesus for help. Now, some of you just said, oh, come on, Todd. Why don't you give us something? I don't know. Why don't you go deep? Well, I think we know this. We just don't do this. I think we know that we got to go to Jesus. We just don't do it. But listen, turning to Jesus is the starting point. It's the starting point. And when Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Come to me. You know, I think the biggest, one of the biggest problems of living a burden down life is that we're going the wrong place. We're turning to the wrong source for help. Instead of turning to Jesus, we're turning to, to drugs, alcohol, to people, to, to, uh, External things, returning to, you know, TV, entertainment. If I could just get home and get the remote in my hand and and just prop up on the lazy boy, I'm going to be decompressing. But I found out you can watch five movies and be worse than you were before. Are you all out there? And some people just turn inwardly and they just say, you know what, listen, I'm just going to bottle it up. I'm just going to clench my fist and I'm just going to drive through this thing. But how many of you know none of those things can give you the rest that Jesus can give you? Jesus says, listen, I'm going to give you rest. But let me ask you a question. How do you decompress? How do you get the loads off of your life? How do you get, whenever you come, when somebody comes and lands this big old weight on you, and they just strap this weight around your neck, Where do you go with that? What do you do with it? Do you do like I did that morning and carry it around everywhere? Carry it around and and then next thing you know, there's another one on your shoulder. Where do you turn to decompress? See, Jesus says, I want you to turn to me. I don't want you to have to turn to a bottle. I don't want you to have to turn to a pill. I don't want you to have to... Use some counterfeit to try to get the pressure off your life. I have the solution. Amen? I have the solution. And so Jesus says, and I want you to turn to me 
because I have something to exchange your burden for, and it's my rest. In Isaiah 40 and 29, Isaiah said, he gives power to the tired and worn out and strength to the weak. In verse 31, he says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Now the Lord says, if you turn to me, if you wait on me, I will lighten your load. I will give you strength. So then the question is, how do we turn to Jesus? How do we wait on him? You know, wait is a word that we don't like in our society. Wait for what? Why do I have to wait? I want it now. But Jesus says, no, you got to come to me. In fact, he says, you need to find you a secluded place. You need to find you a quiet place. And when you find you an isolated, quiet place where you can be just you and him, that's where you start to experience an exchange where the weight of your life begins to be lifted and the strength of God starts to come on you. Amen. Listen, if you are overwhelmed with the burdens and the, and the pressures and the stresses of life, I want to encourage you, spend more time with Jesus. Spend more time with Jesus. Let your, if you get, if you're like overwhelmed and you're tired that you're about to faint, get in the presence of God. Hey, this God tell us something that he won't do. He said, listen, they that wait upon the Lord, did he say might renew their strength? That possibly might use, renew their strength? Or did he say shall renew their strength? Now think about it. He said, listen, if you're tired, you're worn out, you're overloaded, you get in my presence and they that wait, hope, put confidence and rely and lean on me, they shall renew their strength. That's a good word for us today. He said, you shall. You might not feel it in an instant. You might not feel it that moment. But when you get up out of the presence of God, you're going to have a supernatural touch of God on your life. Amen. How do you come to Jesus? You just get alone with him. You get alone with him. Now, it's important to note that the rest that Jesus offers is not the normal rest. It's not just physical rest. He said, you shall find rest for your souls. It's mental rest. It's emotional rest. It's spiritual rest. Listen, the things that normally weigh us down, sometimes it's physically, but most of the time it's not. It's emotional. It's relational. It's, it's, it's uh, mental. It's spiritual things that are wearing us down. And I found that you can go on a week-long vacation and come back tireder than whenever you left. Come on, I found that you could take time off, you could take a whole week off and just do nothing and still be burdened down with life. Come on, are y'all with me out there? Can y'all relate to what I'm talking about? And so I found that just time off, that in itself is not enough. Here's what Jesus said. Again, the translation of message says, here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet, secluded place so you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and as honestly as you can manage. Then focus, the focus will shift from you to God and you will begin to sense His grace. See, there's something about when you get in the presence of God and you say, Lord, I'm tired. Lord, I'm depressed. Lord, I'm discouraged. Lord, I don't have emotion, enough emotional energy to go another day. When you get just raw with God, 
when you just get honest with God and open up your heart and say, Lord, I can't go anymore. He says, that's where I want you to be is in my presence. And when you come to me openly and honestly, I'm going to give you a divine exchange. I'm going to take the weight that you carry in it. I'm going to take it off your shoulders and I'm going to give you a supernatural strength that you can make it through life. Amen. Now, here's the second secret. First of all, we need to come to Jesus for help. But number two, we need to give up the control of our life. Now, here's where things can get sticky. He said, give up control of your life. In verse 29, he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Now, what's this yoke? You know, the yoke in biblical terms was a wooden frame that joined two form animals together so they could combine their strength together to pull a load. A load that would generally be too heavy or too difficult for one animal to handle. This is what it looked like. And the loops there, they would put the, they would put that around the neck of the ox and they would yoke them together and then they would hook them up to a plow, a wagon or whatever and they would go to work. And so the yoke symbolized two things. Number one, it's a yoke is a symbol of partnership. And, and the former yoked oxen together so, so the two animals could share the workload. And so, you know, the application there is, is we weren't made to carry all the burdens of life by ourselves. That's why we get so tired. That's why we get so burdened down. And Jesus says, listen, quit trying to carry the burdens of life by yourself. Why don't you put your head in this yoke with me? And why don't we work together? Let's be partners in your life and I'll help you pull the wagon. Amen. Come on. How many of you think that's good news right there? But the other thing the yoke represented is this. It's a symbol of control and guidance. And so the farmer yoked the animals together so they would go in the same direction at the same place at the same time. How many of you know it's hard to pull the weight if you got one going this way and the other one going? that way but listen when you're yoked to another person you can't go on your own pace you can't go faster or slower than the one you yoked with you got to stay in stride with them and the yoke was designed to keep control and guidance on the on the ox amen and so we get weary and burdened down when we're going out of pace with God when we're trying to get ahead of God when we're not going in 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 the pace that he's trying to lay out for our life but you see, if we're just, if we would just get willing to just say, listen, I don't have to be in charge. I don't want to, I don't have to be the one driving the ship. In fact, I think you could drive better than me, Lord. I'm just going to just team up with you. And Lord, would you drive this ship for me? Amen. And you see, a lot of the burdens and the, and the stress of life is because we're going, we're, we're veering. We're going here and there. And he's like, wait, where are you going? Here, this is the will of God. This is the path that my blessing is on. What you doing out there in the woods, man? You need to get back in the field and start plowing. Amen? And see, some of the times, not all of the times, but some of the times the burdens and the stresses of life are self-created. We've created it on our own way, in our own way. Because we're, we're going our own, uh, on our own path. You know what they normally did in, in biblical times is whenever they yoked two oxen together, they normally took an old ox and a young ox and put them together. Now, whenever they yoked them up and they started the job, the young ox, he was full of vinegar, full of zeal, full of passion, a little haughty, a little airy. I can do this. And he'd take off. And he's carrying the whole weight because he's going ahead of the old mature ox. 
And then he's, you know, he gets tired of going this way, so he wants to go that way. And he starts, he starts bucking the yoke. And before you know it, his back's getting chafed. His neck's getting chafed from rubbing on that yoke. The weight, the weight on the oxen, he, he's getting tired because he's carrying all the weight. And so he's so rambunctious and, and he, he's not going to last long. So the former would typically, they would shorten up the chain on his wagon. So he would start carrying the whole weight by himself until he got weary. Until he got tired that he couldn't buck anymore. And then he'd just get in line. See, the old oxen was just steadily plodding. Steadily plodding. Steadily plodding. He wasn't worried about that young ox. He'll figure it out in a minute. And as soon as the young ox would submit to the yoke, then the young ox and the old ox would start pulling the weight together. And the young ox would figure out life is better if I just submit to the yoke. And I believe sometimes we're chafed in life. We're, 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 we got a rash on our neck. We, we're carrying pressures in life because we got, we got some stubbornness going on. We, we got this thing in us that we want to cut our own path. And Jesus says, listen, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Get in my yoke. And then you're going to start experiencing some decompression. Does that make sense to you out there? His yoke is easy. Now, finally, the third secret that Jesus gives us is we need to be teachable. And that's what he says in verse 29. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Jesus wants to teach us. He wants to teach us how to reduce the burdens and stresses of life. You see, we find ourselves sometimes just overwhelmed and burdened down and we don't know what to do with all the burdens. But Jesus says, let me teach you. How many of you know that he's a good model? Nobody lived with as much on the plate as Jesus did. And nobody had a more balanced life than Jesus did. And he says, learn from me and I'm going to help you decompress and I'm going to help you lighten your load. Amen? So then the question is, the question we should be asking is, what can I learn from Jesus to lighten and lower the stress of my life? What can I learn? Now, Jesus mentions two things here that I think may be the biggest causes of stress in our life. And the first one is aggression. Aggression. Trying to do things too quickly. Not waiting on God. Not relying on God. Aggression. Like, I, you know, hey, let's do this. And, you, you know, going after it. And the Lord said, wait, wait, I didn't give you all the instructions. I want you to go that way. But I said, you know, take, take my jet. You don't have to use your bicycle. But we take off on the bicycle because we didn't, we're not patient enough to get all the directions. Hello. Come on, how many think jets are better? Jets are better. But you see, Jesus said this. He said, listen, he said, you need to learn from me because I am gentle of heart. I'm not aggressive. And gentle. And he learned to carry the weight of life because he submitted to the Father. He was gentle. He wasn't overly aggressive. Father, what do you want me to do? 
You see, and I think we can, we can lighten our load if we get less aggressive. And we start relying more on the Lord. Lord, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to do this? I need your instructions. I need you to help me. And we gently turn the leadership of our life over to Him and He'll help us get down the road. But the other thing is not just aggression, but arrogance. Arrogance is saying, I got this. While we're in the hospital getting our, our health reconstructed, I got this. It's killing me, but I got it. And so Jesus said, I am humble in heart. See, Jesus never was, he was the son of God, but he never thought he was so knowledgeable that he didn't need to be instructed. He never thought that he had it all together, that he didn't need to receive some new insight of how to live life. And he said, listen, by the way, I'm gentle and I'm humble and I'll be glad to teach you. And I won't strong arm you. I won't make you do anything. I'm here. I'm available. But I'm not going to twist your arm and, and twist it behind your back and make you listen to me. I'm just offering you the invitation. It's up to us whether we're willing to take his invitation. Amen. So we got to be teachable. And this is what he says in Psalm 32, 8. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Do not be like a senseless horse or a mule that needs a bit and bridle to keep it under control. See, if we're teachable, he'll put us on the best path to live our life. Do you, do you believe that this morning? Amen. The Lord wants to lighten your load. How many of you are interested how many of you would like your, your life to be lightened? Amen. Would you do me a favor and just stand with me? Let's just take a moment right now just to, just to, just to pray this through. You know, I, I, you know, I'm using these bags and, and obviously they're meant to just drive the point home. But you see, honestly, some of you here today, you got a few bags going on. You know, you you got some weight. It's not just one. You got a lot of stuff going on, and you're carrying them around, and you're trying to hold on to all this stuff, and 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 you you actually need some help to put some extra baggage on you, and you're weighed down. You're weighed down, and it's affecting the quality of your life. You can't get through life without getting some burdens. You can't help it. But the question is, what do we do when it comes on us? Do you do like me? And you do, are you going to carry it around all your life? Are you going to drag it around all your life? Are you going to lighten your load? Are you going to decompress? Would you do me a favor and just bow your head with me for just a moment? And let me just ask you the question. Are you tired? Are you, t are you worn out? Are you burdened down? Are you overloaded and overwhelmed? I believe the Lord wants to help us today. If you say, Ty, that's me, man. I'm tired. I'm, I'm 
man, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm burned down. Would you just signify it by just lifting your hand? Okay. There's a few hands. There's some more hands. Listen, those of you that have your hands raised, come on, just right now, right where you are, just take a moment to ask the Lord, Lord, help me. Just tell Him, Lord, help me. Help me. Now, if you're here today, you know, maybe you never got yoked up with Jesus. You never have given your life to Christ. You've never been saved. You don't, you're not a Christian. That's the starting point. That's the first step. You got to get in yoke with Christ. And if you hear today and say, Todd, would you pray for me? I'm not sure I'm a Christian, but today I want to make sure I'm a Christian. I want the Lord to forgive me for all my sins. I want to be right with God because I need his help. If that's you, would you just raise your hand? I want to pray a special prayer just for you. Just raise it and wave it at me so I can see it. Thank you, ma'am. Anybody else, sir, right there. Anybody else, just raise your hand. And this, this is your moment. This is your time. The Lord wants to help you. And he says, listen, you can't, you can't get my help until you come to me. Now, those of you that have raised your hands, I want you to just look up here at me. I want you to just look up here at me. This is your, this is your moment. This is your day. Jesus has made this day for you to be lightning, lighten your life today. Amen. So I want you to do me a favor. Would you do me a favor and come right up here, the, the three of you and whoever else raised your hand. Come and join me right here. Come and join me. Whoever else raised your hand, just come on down. See, this is turning to the Lord right here. This is turning toward, this is saying coming to Jesus right here. This is saying, I need Jesus in my life right here. Now listen, I want you to just close your eyes with me and just, just from your heart, say this with me. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for all the sins I've ever committed. Lord, would you forgive me? Lord, I want to get yoked up with you. I need your help. Just tell the Lord, I need your help. Lord, would you help me today? I surrender my heart. I surrender my life to you. And I ask you to cleanse me and to fill me with your love and your grace. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. 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 Now I want you to close your eyes for one more second. And I want you to just take a deep breath. And Lord, I pray the peace of God just fill them right now. Just take a deep breath and just let God's peace and presence come upon you. If we can have a few more altar workers here and just to, we got some material for you. We have some, some tools to help you get started on this journey. Welcome to the family of God. Amen. Now, what about, what about the rest of us? How many of you feel like you got one of these bags on you this morning? How many of you feel they got something that's been pressuring on you? Just close your eyes one more minute. And those of you that feel like, man, I'm tired. I need God's strength. I'm burdened and I need some release. I want you, I want you to just lift your hands now. I want you to just raise your hands before the Lord. There's, there's many hands. Listen, those of you that have your hands raised. Listen, I want you to just come to this altar. And just like you're just like it's a visual and a practical way 
of saying, I'm coming to Jesus. Just slip out right now and come to the altar. Come to the altar right now. Just come on down. Come on, we're just going to wait a moment. I want you to just come. See, it does no good for us to talk about how Jesus helps us with burdens unless we do something with them. Just come up a little bit closer if you don't mind so those behind you can just slip in here. Now listen, as you come, I want you to just think about it right now. I want you to think about what's your baggage? What's your weight? What's your burden? I want you to identify it. What is it that's weighing down on you? I want you to just identify it. Like, like is, it, is it relational? Is it emotional? Is it physical? Is it, is it, um, is it financial? Is it, what is it? Is it? What is it that's weighing you down? Whenever you get an idea of what's weighing you down in, in, the, in your spirit, would you just do me a favor and just say, Lord, I'm dropping that bag. I'm dropping that burden. Come on, just tell the Lord, Lord, I'm dropping it. I'm tired of carrying it. I can't carry it. It's wearing me out. It's burdened me down. Come on, just tell the Lord, Lord, I'm dropping it. I'm giving it to you. Come on, just just decide today. I'm not going home with this burden that I've carried here today. I want to leave without it. Now, just as you do that, just say, Lord, I need your help today. I need your strength today. I need your grace today. Come on, just begin to ask him, Lord, would you just help me today? Father, I come to you. And Lord, I just submit to you. And I say, Lord, would you just lighten my load today? Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to ask the altar workers just to come and just begin to agree with you and pray with you. And come on, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you said your burden is easy and your yoke is light. And Lord, I'm believing for everyone that is here today that, Lord, you're giving them a breakthrough, that, Lord, you're giving them a a major breakthrough and that, God, they're going to go home today, Lord, without the weight and the pressure that's weight weighing in on them and has been weighing in on them. In the name of Jesus, I thank you and I praise you for a supernatural exchange this morning. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, and we praise you, Father God, for your grace that is being released right now. In Jesus' name. Come on, Nathan, let's sing that. Come on, let's declare it right now. to the altar the Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness is born with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, come to the altar. The Father's arms are open you, wide. Forgiveness was bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now listen, the very last thing Jesus said was, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so I have a feeling the more I get under his burden and his yoke, the easier my life will be. Now, the thing is, I got to learn what that is. Are y'all with me out there? Come on, how many of you want to be in his yoke and under his burden and have a lighter load in your life? So let me pray for you as we dismiss. Father, I pray right now for every person that is here. Lord, you said we could learn 
We could learn. There's room to learn. There's room to grow. Lord, show us, God, what we're getting stressed over. Show us what we're getting burdened over. Lord, show us how to handle the stresses and the burdens of our life. Help us, God, to process through that so we can walk in the peace and the rest that only comes in Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for your hand of blessing over this congregation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you. If you need prayer, we'll be up here to pray. If not, God bless you. Be dismissed. Have a good day.